guys and congratulations to the canadian world junior hockey team on winning the gold um no disrespect in the quality of that song by uh, mrs shania twain but uh that's the best version i could find and she sings my favorite version of O canada the national anthem of canada uh before we get into the episode i got a few things that i like to do off top one of them is to talk to you fucks about Lucid Float Spas out of Mount Vernon, Ohio. It is a, um, what a, a, a isolated deprivation fucking tank. Um, the owner, Chad, my friend and sponsor of the show, also does massage. Uh, he's a huge man, huge hands. It feels great. Every time I go see him, my hands just feel better. I just have him crush my hands. And he does wonders. So go to Lucid Flow Spas, mention the biscuit. They'll give you half off on your first float. Um, floating's everywhere. It was just on the the new Rogan today, if you guys listened to that, with I think it was Dan Harris and some other fucking Jeff Warren fuck or something. But uh, people seem to be big fans of the thing. And, uh, you know, it's going to, you go and it just releases all the bad shit in your body. Why wouldn't you want to do it? Also, I'd like to tell you guys. About Parker's Platoon's new partnership with Receptra. Um, they offer premium organic, whole plant, pure hemp extracts for sale in all 50 states. Locally sourced from a family-owned farm in Colorado. They, um, their hemp is uh, only hemp flower and aerial plant parts. No seeds, no fucking stems, no stalks. None of that bullshit. Clean, cold, ethanol extraction. Top of the line. The best. Only the finest of the hemp's cannabinoids. And uh, the hemp extract will help take care of inflammation in your brain. Uh, helps with arthritis. Um, I know I spoke with Parks, uh, Scott uh, Parker, Stanley Cup champion with the Colorado Avalanche. And uh, he's been using and likes the, the topical cream. He puts it on his hands. He said he wishes he had it when he played. It makes his hands feel that, 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 that much better. And this is uh, coming from a guy who made his living using his hands. Um, 
So you can go to Parkersplatoon.org right now and go order some of that stuff. Don't be a fuck. Now Kroger, oh, Kroger got the right, the right hand free. He's loose with the right hand, and he starts to retaliate, and down goes Nyland, and the two of them are hammering each other. Knights of Columbus, that hurts. It's old time market. Enforcer of all hockey podcasts. It's the biscuit. It's the biscuit. The enforcer of all hockey podcasts. God help the fucking day if fighting's ever banned. There's a country will stop working on some Hi everybody. It's the biscuit podcast. Hey, you wanna go? Yeah, okay. Well, welcome to the Biscuit, Biscuit Babies. And like I said off top, uh, congratulations to Canada. Um, You guys did it. Um, Did you really do it? I'll get into that here in a minute. But a great victory over um, Team Sweden 3-1 in the uh, World Junior Championships. A few news things we want to talk about from the World Juniors. Terrible, terrible attendance. Um, I don't know what their ticket packages were like over there, but it really made the city of Buffalo and United States hockey look poorly. Um, I don't know if they were packaged all together. Um, I heard that they weren't, and I think a lot of the I, um, talk was that the, they really wanted to push that outdoor game, and I hadn't really talked about the outdoor game much. Uh, but I really... I enjoyed it. I'm glad that 45,000 people went and saw it. The outdoor game I'm speaking of, of course, is United States versus Team Canada in a preliminary game for the World Junior Championships held at uh, where the Bills play the foosball. It snowed like a motherfucker. Um, They weren't expecting that much snow. And that's the one thing about the outdoor games is when you get that much snow, the hockey kind of takes the back seat. Uh, United States ended up winning the game, of course, um, just continuing the trend of the team, team USA beating Canada always in hockey now. Uh, but it didn't matter because they didn't get to to face each other in a, a medal round. And I really, I mean, maybe they can just make a, you know, they had the, the summer, uh, preview. Maybe they could do that outside but then it's the summer i'm fucking retarded you know they got to figure out something you can't do that again you can't do united states versus canada like that outside unless you can absolutely assure that there will be no snow like that it was a it was a fucking waste so united states goes on beats russia i think four to two then faces sweden um to see who's going to go on to you know either you win you go to the gold medal game you lose you go to the bronze medal game uh sweden Absolutely dominates that game. I don't think Team USA played very well, but uh, you know, and Sweden did. So you have a, a lopsided win there, four to two, and it wasn't even that close. Two late, late, late goals by Team USA. I think Brady Kachuk had one of those. So then it's Sweden and Canada for the gold medal game. Um, the United States takes the bronze, beating a very talented Czech team. Um, but the United States was ready to to just fucking. Dick beat him down. Um, an easy win for the United States and winning the bronze. It's always nice for 
United States hockey to come home with a medal. So, uh, good job boys. Um, I'm really looking forward to see where, uh, Quentin Hughes and, uh, Brady Kachuk go get drafted. Um, I really liked their game a lot. Brady Kachuk's a fucking stud. I'm really looking forward to seeing him play in the NHL. And I think he's going to be a guy that comes up and chucks the knucks a little bit. I think he's looking forward to, to laying a beat down. Um, not just being an agitator and a pest like his brother is Matthew, but actually, you know, having the fist of cuffs to, to answer. But that, you know, that we'll find out. I, he's never fought, so we'll see what happens with him. It's uh, interesting. I would imagine he goes top five in the draft, um, but I have no idea. Uh, so Sweden and Canada play. Hell of a gold medal game. Uh, what's his name? Homeboy gets the game-winning goal for Canada. He'll forever be a fucking god. And uh, Sweden goes down 3-1 to one in the gold medal game. Uh, I think it was Rasmus Stalin got defensive player of the tournament. Uh, Casey Middleston ended up getting the offensive player of the tournament. And uh, Sweden's goalie, which his name is missing me right now, but he got – and he was an incredible goalie. Uh, I think – Huge argument for Carter Hart, uh, deserving that as well. And I think Philadelphia Flyer fans are getting one hell of a goalie when he when he makes it up the show here in the next couple of years. Some of the big story, though, from the game is uh, Anderson, Sweden's captain. Uh, you know, they, they do the medals right after the game, and they the commissioner, whoever the fuck ever, goes to hand him his medal. He doesn't put his head down to put it on him. He makes him do it. He takes it. Takes it off. And chucks the fucking silver medal into the crowd. I, I, first sight, I was just shocked. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe he did that. Um, I didn't hate it. I don't think it's... Either way, if you think it's a huge, passionate player move, I love the you know the passion he played with, fuck the medal, fuck silver. Uh, or you go the other way and say, he, you know, you don't disrespect the world juniors like that. Um I don't really care either way. I, I, if I was him, I mean, I hear the argument that they're just kids, but they are 18 and 19 and you know, he's going to be a professional hockey player. I think maybe you take it back in the locker room and just leave it there or, you know, kind of swallow the, uh, the ego there for a second. But the fucking guy who catches his fucking medal in the crowd is wearing, I think he has a USA hockey Jersey on and then another Jersey under that. And then, has team Sweden all the way under that. The dude had fucking three jerseys on. It was remarkable out of all the people that could have caught that fucking medal. I'm glad it was that fucking guy. Uh, and uh, it was a good tournament. Um, I did see a terrible, terrible picture of team Canada in the locker room where every single fucking one of those kids are on their cell phone. And it broke my heart. Cause uh, I mean, I'm not that much older than a 19 year old. I mean, I'm only 30, but I wouldn't give a fuck about my cell phone if I had just won gold at the World Junior Championships. I'd be fucking I – don't, I don't even give a shit if it was root beer. I'd be fucking squirting on, on somebody's butthole. Uh, it, and I was really super sad about it until I saw a gif or fucking video or whatever. I'm not sure which kid it was for Team Canada, but he's going down the tunnel after the game. And some fucking Canadian fucking D-Gen pours a beer down his throat as he's going in. So that that made up for the shitty cell phone picture. That was fucking awesome. Biscuit approved of whichever kid that was and whatever awesome fan that was. 
Oh, quick shout out. I want to give a quick shout out to James Watson, the drummer of Scum Guilt, um, countless other bands that I can't remember the names for. Uh, Vertigo Index, I think, is his new band that's coming out. But he just bought his nephew a couple uh, Nick Felino cards and a Sergey Bravowski cards. He said he hadn't bought hockey cards in about 20 years. So that uh, made me excited to, to get a brother, a friend of mine, back into the hockey card game. Uh, so Biscuit approved to you, James, as well. Love you, buddy. Oh, Georgie, somebody shitting my stocking Peros is at it again. Um, I don't think I talked about uh, Rasmus Ristolainen's hit on Jake Gensel. I don't know. He got fined $90,000 for the hit. You can find the video on fucking YouTube or RedTube or whatever you use. I'm not even sure it's a hard hit. I don't think it was an illegal hit. And then he got three games on top of that. I was absolutely shocked by this. It seemed it was about as nothing as a play as fucking uh, what's his dick hit on Drew Doughty. Who was that? I can't remember. I have no fucking idea who that was. They just talked about it. Doesn't fucking matter. And then old uh, David Savard gets fined five thousand dollars for a minor slash on Vincent Trocheck in Florida the other day. Uh, Georgie is fucking not playing around, man. And you can watch the Savard thing. I, I know Hockey Fights put up something on Instagram, like, more like David Savage. And I don't even think it was that gnarly of a slash, but I guess it was worth $5,000. Um, you guys go take a look at those videos and let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter, uh, Biscuit Pod. I thought they were bullshit. Calgary. Obviously thinks Yamir Yager is bullshit. The 45-year-old has officially been cut from an NHL team. Um, I was shocked when I heard the news. Yeah, he was only averaging 11 to 13 minutes for the for Calgary. Um, you know, played 22 games, one goal, six assists. You know, under par, making about a million dollars. So the former. Fifth overall pick uh, is jobless, and I don't think anyone's going to pick him up. They went Calgary went nine, ten, and two with him on the team. Um, went in their first three with him. Never seemed to really fit in with the group. I mean, you saw the pictures of them riding the train, dressed as old timey fucking guys. And uh, I swear he's not in the picture. Um, if anyone can point him out, I'd love to see it. I don't, I don't know where he can go and fit in and make a million dollars. I don't know who's going to pay him that money. Um, I know Chicago just frees up some money, um, sending Panic and uh, Dolphin to Arizona for Anthony DeClaire and Clendenning. I hear a lot of people saying that Chicago is the definite winner in that. Uh, I, I just don't know. I mean, I know DeClaire was unhappy in Arizona, but Panic had a really good start to the season and just kind of dipped out uh, as of late. But uh, Chicago's not afraid to make the moves that they need to, and they they got to do something to turn it around up there. But, I mean, Chicago's a team that just freed up, you know, $1.7 million, but I don't think they would want to bring in – you're not bringing in Yager to make a playoff push. Uh, so maybe you see him go back to Florida – 
But if it's the last of them that we've seen, his NHL career makes me sad. I'm a huge uh, Yami Yager dick rider. Um, you know, he, him coming to the league at the time he did when I was a young boy, even though he played for Pittsburgh, it was always, you know, he had his fucking long heavy metal hair flowing. I always thought he was cool. And if you played him in a video game, you're almost guaranteed to win because his fucking skills were unmatched as far as, you know, video game attributes go. But uh, it'll go down as 1,733 games played in the NHL, 766 goals, and another 1,155 assists for Mr. Yager. Um, makes me sad. And then it's a, it's an end to an era. I mean, there's a few other guys, handful of guys that played in the 90s that are left. I think I, I saw a ticker for it the other day. There's only like six of them, you know. Joe Thornton being one of them. Uh, Yager was. Uh, not, not a whole bunch of them, uh, Chara. So uh, I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. And if if it if or you know who, um, I don't I don't I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to be forced to retire. But uh, thanks for the memories, Yager, and thanks for the peanut butter. You fucking now he's just going to be <laughs> dicking down fucking Chechenian whores. So he's probably super stoked. He probably has a fucking bottle of vodka in someone's ass right now. Jeff Glass, good job, buddy. Biscuit approved to you. Um, Jeff Glass has been floating around, you know, since his days in the dub, getting going to the ECHL after being drafted in 2004 by Ottawa. Uh, you know, played in the KHL, has played in the AHL. Um, on December 29th, he made his debut with uh, the Chicago Black Hole Blackhawks and uh, had a 4-3 win over Edmonton. Yeah, Edmonton sucks ass this year, but still, uh, it's a big story for kids and people everywhere. You know, Mr. Glass sticks with it, plays professional hockey at a high level for 14 years, never makes it to the show. Uh, yeah, just keeps chugging along at it, keeps fucking going. You know, probably heard on Twitter that he fucking sucks at hockey a bunch. And supposedly, uh, there's a, a real good bit in uh, 31 Thoughts or something. Shane Guilfoyle sent me a text today about uh enforcers and you know how they have to be so good to be called bad i haven't listened to the podcast yet i guess it was the inaugural podcast of 31 thoughts i think that's elliot friedman who does that i'm not sure i'll I'll download it and listen to tonight but um same thing with jeff glass he's probably been told he's dog shit you know for 14 years and then he makes it up and wins so uh you know dreams do come true and you know i joke around a lot and i get shitty with you guys a bunch but um that's remarkable, man. You really sit down and think about that. There's probably he's probably had some dark days fucking playing in fucking Russia and the KHL for whoever licked and fucking sack you know team and you know he answers his phone one day and it's fucking Chicago Blackhawks. Hey, we need you to come step in and play. And he did it and he won. I mean, it's remarkable. It's the shit they make fucking movies about. So hats off to you, sir. Hats off also to the China Wall. I wanted to speak a little bit more about Johnny Bauer um, just because I didn't think I did him justice. And I know I I think I've said that twice now on here, but uh, I I really wanted to talk just more about him. You know, a 93-year-old, part of the 100th greatest players to ever play the game, a four-time Stanley Cup champ, uh, another three Calder Cup trophies, Played for my beloved city, Cleveland, as a Cleveland Baron for, you know, like fucking 11 years or something crazy like that. 
And this guy is so badass that when he was 15 years old, he lied to the Canadian government so he could join the fucking Canadian army and go fight in World War II. Um, loved hockey. Uh, always wanted to be a goalie. Made fu- I, I read he made his fucking goalie pads out of an old mattress in Canada. Uh, yeah, he, he played, for, like I said, he played for Cleveland for 11 years, winning three Calder Cups. Um, and this was funny. His last name was actually like uh, Kazakhstan or some shit like that. But after his parents got divorced in 1946, he changed it to his maiden's his mom his mother's maiden name Bauer because he figured that uh, you know hockey commentators, announcers, and writers alike would have an easier time going with Bauer than uh, Kazakhstan, which is de- I mean I can't even fucking say it now. Um, not that I'm a, a smart man or anything, but Jesus Christ, thanks for changing your name to Bauer, sir. Oh, old buddy makes his fucking NHL debut in 53 with the New York Rangers, wins cups with the Maple Leafs in 61, 62, 62, 63, 63, 64, uh, dynasty there, Farmer Rob. Uh, I think that's how you end up painting that fucking Maple Leaf up on your silo. Get ready for that uh, Blue Jackets cannon to get painted right underneath that. But uh, these were, I mean, these are beloved teams from Canada and uh, Torontoans especially. And, then, you know, that's the hub of hockey, as, I, as they say. So I'm sure a lot of you Toronto listeners are um, have very fond memories of uh, Mr. Bauer or hearing maybe your grandpa talk about him. And then he finally won another cup in 67. Um, I thought it was interesting. He, you know, is quoted to say uh, he hated the two goalie system once uh, Toronto brought in Terry Sawchuk because uh, he wanted to play every game. And it, 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 I thought that was something funny because now there's this big stigma to the back and back games. Like, can a goalie play back to back? And I know uh, former Flint General Brent Curry is always on the Twitter there saying, you know, sh- not not his words but mine, but. Um, in a nutshell, you know, shut the fuck up. You know, these guys are professional hockey players. Back-to-back's nothing. You know, he used to ride in a bus for so many hours and have to play back-to-backs, and those guys would do it, you know, without complaining um, and weren't making millions of dollars to do so. Uh, Johnny Bauer's also a two-time Vesna, and uh, he had a really remarkable quote that I wanted to uh, leave you guys with. Um, when we won the Stanley Cup... My head went numb. My whole body went numb. That was my dream from day one. You just can't explain the feelings inside you. Rest in peace, Johnny Bauer. I know this is a little bit of a shorter episode, uh, but I've got some... I want to just get caught up. I still feel like I'm fucking stuck in the goddamn... Holiday grind trying to get this shit back out. Uh, I know I slipped and fucking waited a couple days to get it out to you guys again. I apologize for that. And I have a a breakdown for the United States Olympic roster. Um, but as I was doing it um, last night, doing my notes and looking at some of these guys, I realized that I don't really fucking know a lot of them outside of you know Jordan Greenway and James Wisniewski uh, and. Uh, you know, a couple other guys in there, Janante, uh, but I'm going to look into these guys a little bit more just to do them justice and the, the respect they deserve because they are going to be wearing, you know, the colors for us. And uh, I'm I, I'm sure you guys don't know them as well. I'm, 
it's not looking good. I just saw Canada's roster today, and they definitely look a little bit more talented up and down. Um, my first thoughts were that the team is small and old. But like I said, I'm going to look into these guys a little bit more and give you a little bit better breakdown, um, hopefully this weekend. And also, huge news, huge news, huge news, huge news. Are you listening, UK? The beard's coming on this weekend, and he is finally going to unveil his favorite hockey team. He said he'd never do it. I promised you guys I'd get him to do it. I'm super excited. I'm super excited to talk to him, too. Um, So that's tentatively coming this weekend, too, if all goes well. So I'm very excited to get that out to you guys. I love you guys. Sorry for putting out a short one. Um, We'll get back in the tick of things. Don't quit on me. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Um, Check us out on iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, uh, Buzzsprout.com's number one hockey podcast. We're on Instagram. Do you guys dig Instagram Live? Um, I thought about doing that just because I, I, I want to get into the more video part of the podcast because I know some some people strictly listen to that shit on YouTube. I know I do the that with uh, Fourth Line Voices podcast. Uh, I, I listen to that on YouTube, and I know I'll go back and watch Rogan episodes just to, to, to see what's going on in there. Um, you know, and I have a, a beautiful studio. There's cool things behind me. Um, we could drink beer together. So let me know. Maybe I'll start on Instagram Live test run it and go from there but uh, we're on facebook as well i don't run the facebook i sent that out to a third party i don't know if they're running it anymore so if anybody wants to run that let me know i'll send you the information i love you guys be safe stay drunk fuck as long as it's consensual don't don't rape anything freedom hockey the biscuit psych i forgot about the fights Holy shit, I had got to get caught up on the fights. My fucking head's all fucked up. My notes are all fucked up. But uh, there's been a a few good fights I wanted to talk to you boys about. So we'll get started on fucking Edmondson's KO on fucking McGinn. Holy piss, did he beat the dog shit out of him. McGinn ended up, I I think he took a run at Perico. And uh, that's a no-no in St. Louis. And Edmondson took him out back and fucking ragged all... uppercut city on his fucking life dude i felt bad for the kid old larkin and point um and one of my favorite rivalries you know one of the more uh under the under the blanket or whatever under the rug rivalries tampa bay and detroit larkin hits i think if he doesn't hit point he hits somebody else but either way him and point go at it and larkin might look like a fucking soft bitch but that dude if uh, he's only been in like maybe two professional fights as a hockey player, but I think he's won both of them. And uh, the refs were, you know, sticking in the, sticking their fucking stripes in the middle of this one. But I think Larkin landed the best punches out of it. Um, definitely a fun one to watch, and I look forward to him, uh, you know, sticking his dick in things more. I, I, he's got a temper, and he can fucking throw. He's he's fun to watch. <laughs> Hutton had a quick old KO on Smith Pelly. Uh, don't blink on that one or you'll fucking miss it. He, he knocked him out, knocked him down real fucking fast. One of the best ones and with a weird ending from the last couple weeks was uh, Bennett and John Manson from Anaheim. Uh, 
somebody took out Mike Smith, and there was a couple fights. They broke up the one, uh, but uh, and Manson and Bennett just go and go, just fucking railing on each other, fucking hit after hit, boom, 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 fall down, no stripes, get back up, keep fucking fighting. And they both get gassed out, and Bennett just kind of looks at him like, fuck, I've had enough, dude. And I think Manson was a little pissed because I think he could feel the fucking that, – that one, you know, golden punch coming. Um, I was uh, tentatively going to give Bennett the fuck boy of the week for, for quitting like that. But uh, it, it's like a two-minute fight. It was like a, you know amateur round of fucking boxing. And I misspoke. I don't think Edmondson, Edmondson uppercutted McGinn. He just beat the dog shit out of him. But Hendricks uh, uppercut the shit out of Dylan in his fight. Um, brutal, 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 brutal uppercut. And uh, the fuckboy of the week is Nazem Kadri for ripping the beard off of Jumbo Joe. The the fight starts. Jumbo Joe goes Jumbo Thornton, Joe Thornton to take off his his fucking bucket because Kadri wears a visor. Thornton doesn't. Kadri doesn't drop it. They fight, whatever. But as they're going down, Kadri takes a big old fucking handful out of Thornton's beard. You can see the fucking refs curl it up, fucking put it in a bag afterwards. Uh, you can't do that, bud. So. Nazem Kadri is your fuck boy of the week. That's for you, Farmer Rob. Love you. Love you guys. Like I said, iTunes, all that bullshit. Freedom, hockey, the biscuit. Yeah.